Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Go racing. You know how fast you were going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper with you. Tony Wink back in his chair. Back from Baja. Baja. Yeah, sitting to my left. He didn't race Baja. He rode Baja for two exciting weeks of fun in the sun and sweat. It wasn't too bad, actually. We we rode the entire peninsula. We rode down from, from Takati down to Cabo San Lucas and then flew my chicken and we, we hung out and partied for a week. It was pretty good. Right. And uh, did Blue your, two wife, bikes up. your wife stay home then or? That's who I call. Well, we're not technically married. We didn't actually get married in Cabo. But uh, we, if Why we not? were going to do that, we would have done it like not? 10 years ago. Well, she doesn't like me that much. No, she doesn't. And if so, why wasn't I invited? I've seen her Facebook post. <laughs> she, she doesn't post. <laughs> Instagram. Yes, she does. <laughs> does she? I guess yeah. I don't follow her or whatever. She, she, Pictures of the baby. Yeah, right. So I, I roached a, a, the first day, second, uh, second day, yeah. they left me. I was, I was. What did you break now? So I broached this, uh, had this KTM 500, and I, those things will go 105 stock, full tuck downhills, and uh, the tire come apart on me. Oh, we've were, seen this before. Were you leaning back on the tire? Shut up. So I'm just asking. It was question. it was funny. It was just like when we raced the Baja 500 last summer. There was no knobbies. All you could see is cords. It was it was pretty awesome. Pulled the thing in, and they're like. <laughs> You need to change that. And I go, actually, I don't think so. I think I'm going to run it this way for the rest of the day. So we did. And then um, ended up on a XR650R, which I really like that bike. It, it actually works really well in the desert out out there. It just slobbers through everything. And it's it's really good. So I rode that bike. And uh, that's what I finished it out and blew the tranny up on that. And then um, luckily, we were pretty close to Cabo. And then I ended up in one of those Can-Am X3 four seaters dude those things are insane how the abuse those things take mm. yeah i'm sure they're smooth in the desert too just, so you don't good feel anything. They're, they're too big for anything here but in the in the desert out in baja they're they're so good that voice uh, of course uh, tony wink as i said returns to the studio back with me again this week roman avila uh roman it's good to have pj duran sitting to your left my right sure is pj you were in san francisco Yes, staying admiring. at the famed Fairmont Hotel high atop Knob Hill. I did not. Wow. That, that sounds wonderful. I stayed at a beautiful place called La Meridian in the Embarcadero, the financial district. It was wonderful. That's right by the ferry building. That's also known as the Motel 6. <laughs> yeah? We did get a Super 8 in Santa Cruz. That was as close to the Motel 6. <laughs> did you ride? You surf? What'd you do? Uh, no, we did a fair bit of hiking, a lot of sightseeing, went up to Alice's Restaurant. I would say that was How one was of that? the highlights. That was super cool on Skyline Bowl. Boulevard. That was really cool. Uh, Big Sur was beautiful. Uh, just 
enjoying the Pacific. It was wonderful. Pacific Northwest, especially from that point on up north, is just gorgeous. Glad you're back. Uh, big show on tap, Tony. Who are the guests that we can expect on the program? Absolutely. We're going to have Cooper Webb, who's in the, the on hold right now, waiting on us. Really excited to talk to him. We haven't talked to him since he made the switch to the orange bike, which really is, KTM is the dream team now. The, the, it used to be it Honda. It become that way, yeah. Yeah, and, and KTM is now... The, the team that Cooper Webb is on is the team that everybody wants to race for. Also, Kurt Nicole is on. Uh, Danny Walker is going to be on. Then we have uh, some road racing guys. We have David Anthony, Jeff May, and Chuck Axlin from uh, Crave, obviously. So, pretty good lineup, actually. And I take zero credit because I was in Mexico and I did none of it. Well, you did none of it last week or the week before either. So, True. get used to it. <laughs> uh, let's go to Cooper Mr. Webb, our very first guest. Cooper, how are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. We, we missed you last week. We were going through Cooper Webb withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. We only had 20 minutes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> well, we made it. We made it. We did. We yeah. Did. A- 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 ably so. Yeah, we sure did. Coop, I want to say congrats on the ride. I know it's a little little late. I mean, we've it's kind of old news to you, but uh, pretty cool. Like I said in the opening, we, uh, you know, KTM seems to be the, the dream team now. It used to be Honda back in the day, and you growing up on a mini bike on mm-hmm. Hondas. You know that uh, you know it's hard to imagine that KTM would be what it is today, but it really is the yeah. team that everybody wants. How's the new surroundings down there at the Baker factory? Yeah, thank you for for all that. No, it's <laughs> uh, it is. You know, I think um, they've obviously had some great success in the past, and uh, especially the last. You know, I'd say really the five last five years is is a complete uh, turnaround. You know, from you know maybe ten or or. 15 years ago, maybe. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really good opportunity for myself to, you know, be on the, just get Red Bull KTM team with Roger and the guys there. And then also, uh, working with, with Eldon and, and doing this program here in Florida. So yeah, it's, uh, a lot of change, but so far it's been really good. We, um, we were talking about this off air, Roman and me about, uh, Roman and I about, uh, the the switch to Alden Baker and and being down there riding with those guys and being pushed by those guys and uh, you know your competitors basically in that premier class um, the what you were doing before you know for whatever reason didn't didn't translate into uh, the finishes that we know that you're capable of on the 450 <laughs> you come off of a you know super successful 2000 uh, what was it 2017 250 class where you won both the indoors and outdoors so you're you know you go to the 450 and it was it was absolutely lackluster it wasn't what we'd we'd it just wasn't exciting it wasn't cooper webb and and you're a little badass and we expect you to do better than what you did and you didn't so here you are on a ktm and i'm pretty excited for you is that have i kind of am yeah, i out of line nah, in any of that no i'm say not it's uh yeah you know the my rookie year was was one thing you know a learning curve for sure to say the least had a few injuries and uh but yeah last year was tough you know i think um i i once again i unfortunately had some injuries that uh didn't allow me to finish either season and um you know i've i've after two years of like you said not the results i wanted i felt like it was really time for a change on on all, all aspects you know i um and KTM showed interest um, for a while, you know, so that was pretty nice. And um, we had had, you know, a few discussions here and there, and, you know, they, they were interested. So, uh, 
you know, once once things kind of got later in the year where you start negotiating and all that stuff, I was I was really happy to you know make the switch. I think for me, it's more of a fresh start. It's um, you know, like you said, that's the biggest thing is what I was doing before didn't seem to be working as well as I had liked it to. So uh, sometimes you know you need you need that to open your eyes and realize you need a change. Cooper, uh, I read your uh, your interview on Racer X, um, you know, and I, and I read that you know you, you look at this as a, a great maturing uh, aspect to uh, your career, and I applaud you for that for openly saying that. Hey, this is going to help. No, because no, a lot of guys, and you know this, a lot of guys won't say, "Hey, look, this is going to be a great opportunity for me." Yeah. Not just as a racer, but as a person, to mature, to grow. That's a great point. To develop as a as a a person and a racer. Um, Absolutely. You know, and, and like you said, and and Tony and I were talking about this before, but you know, jump into a team that's invested a lot of money and resources into what's become the premier program. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously. Dungey went the same direction you know he didn't yeah. it wasn't working for him he jumped to alden which had worked for villapoto worked for carmichael but uh now you've got this big conglomerate of of a-class riders you know yeah and how has that really worked for you has it has it been an adjustment to to riding with all these guys on a daily basis or has yeah. it been has it been more fun I'd say both, um, you know, so I've been taking it as a positive, you know, I think it has been a huge adjustment, you know, in the past, I never, you know, I, w- I would ride with six guys, but, um, you know, never at the, the 450 level, so for me, not only riding with guys at the 450 level, but riding with, you know, arguably two of the three best guys in the class every day, and um, being around, you know, being around them, and to learn from them, but also just like you said, that the speed they have, you know, the, the race knowledge, the, you know, all that stuff, just being around it and, you know, learning from it every day has been for me, uh, an adjustment for sure, you know, and really pushing myself and, um, you know, it makes the days tough. That's for sure. But, uh, it's also been a fun thing because it, it's really a, a whole new change for me. And, and I can see, you know, even though it's, at a, as hard as it may be, I am seeing progress, and I'm seeing that it will be worth it, you know, come January. So, uh, yeah, and, you know, like you said, that, that maturing point and all that, I think it's a great group of people, with, you know, regardless of results. Yes, they've all had the best results in the sport, you know, with Alden and Roger and, you know, even Ryan Dungey's part of the team as kind of a mentor and stuff. So not only on the results base, but just, uh, it's kind of, the, in my opinion, it's the, the group of people you definitely want to be around. And for me, you know, I just turned 23 last week, so I feel like I'm obviously very young and have a lot to learn, and I uh, can gain a lot of knowledge and on all aspects. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited and uh, just looking forward to you know doing doing a good off season these next, well, I guess I guess really months and a half now and. Uh, 
just kind of see where we're at in Anaheim and, and use this year to really hopefully get back to, uh, you know, the, the coop that I know is in there. So uh, we're talking with Cooper Webb, who's part of the Red Bull KTM team, the 450 Premier Class. And uh, so people know, maybe if they don't they don't follow your program as closely, Coop, uh, who are you training with on a daily basis down at the Baker Factory in Florida? And can you tell us who's a jerk and who's fun to deal with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been awesome so far. Um, we train with Marvin Musk, or I train with Marvin Musgren, Jason Anderson, and Jack Osborne. So, uh, you know, obviously all champions and all title contenders and uh yeah but no so far it's been good they've all been jason hasn't been here too much he's mainly been in california but uh it's been really cool to kind of get to know you know marvin and jack because i never really knew him before so i mean uh for me it's been cool to kind of not only them but meet the mechanics meet the track personnel and and also to kind of meet i always have kind of known all the guys on ktm you know just from around the pits, but actually getting to to know them, you know, on a personal level and stuff, it's it's been cool and um, you know a, a change, but it's always been good. Coop, how's it been the transition between Roger to Ian? Has that been pretty smooth? And how's it working with uh, with uh, your new mechanic? I, I hear yeah, he's definitely. worked for a couple of good guys in the past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been good, honestly. You know, I think um, really not much has changed. You know, he had, Roger had told me he had kind of gotten a new title or whatever it was, and I, I still don't really know the proper term or whatever. But the man, uh, I think they just call him the yeah. man there. Yeah, yeah, it's just the man. But, uh, on on our end, it seems like nothing's changed, and that's what he had told me. He's like, "Yeah, I've taken on a new role, but nothing will change within the race team." You know, I think Ian now is is the manager uh, of the team, but Roger is, I mean, just as involved as and, as I know he is to be. You know, I and, still talk to him on a constant level, and he's at the races. He's he's been you know good at Monster Cup and stuff, and right there, and you know at the track with testing everything. So, you know, I don't know uh, if that'll change or not, but so far it's been great and. Uh, yeah, working with Carlos has been been awesome so far. He's got a lot of knowledge, and yeah, he's had some great great results the past few years working with Benji and uh, a bunch of other good riders. So yeah, it's just you know that's what I kind of keep going back to really on on all ends, um, mechanic, trainer, you know, team manager, mentor, everybody is just total package. And man, it's it's pretty exciting. So, um, I had another question for you. <laughs> we, I started listening to you and now I forgot it, but, um, <laughs> how about this? Uh, when you were on Yamaha and, uh, you and Barsha, we saw yeah. some fireworks on the track and I don't know if it was fireworks, but it was, it was fun to watch as a fan. It was entertaining. Yeah. 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 And, uh, he gave you, he didn't flip you off though. He just gave you like the one, then like, he didn't actually flip you <laughs> off. It didn't look like, but it was cool. The, the photo that they posted, you were looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking back at you. Uh, was that uh, – how's that relationship there? You guys all right? Yeah. Yeah, we're all good. Uh, How about that yeah. day? Yeah. Had to be a little yeah, tense. We, we had a few races there every once in a while. I think one of the Supercrosses, we had gotten into it a little bit and stuff. But, I mean, you know, I've, I've known Justin for a long time and have always really liked 
him and his family have always been really, really nice and kind to me. So, you know, he we're both pretty uh, aggressive, I'd say, and and very like, competitive. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I think um, you know, if anything, it, it it only happened maybe twice where we got really competitive stuff. So, um, you know, I think in that atmosphere it happens. But uh, yeah, as a teammate, he was he was always really cool, really nice, and um, you know, I felt like we always got along well. Were you at the wedding? No, no, I wasn't. That um, did you get invited? I wasn't either. I wasn't invited. Well, of, of all of us, I was the only one invited. That's oh, weird. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Shocker. You didn't yeah. go to England. Yeah, I was supposed to bring a, a baby giraffe and. Uh, <laughs> Spotted cow. Sure, he was. Those two things. Yeah, we didn't go. Mm -mm. Uh, So your uh, your your next event. What are your thoughts on on the races overseas, like the one in Australia that we just saw? Um, That that thing looks super cool. I know we saw you at uh, Monster Cup, which was kind of your debut on the KTM. But what are your thoughts about racing overseas when during the off season? Uh, for me, I I always really enjoyed it. You know, uh, I haven't done done many the last few years but uh when i was 250 class i did a lot and uh i always really liked it and i and this year i had the opportunity to go but you know we felt like with the new bike and new program and everything that i you know needed to maybe stay stateside and dial everything in so you know next year i'm really looking forward to picking one and maybe going with it you know i've done australia i've done the one in paris i've done genoa you know so uh it's it's I really enjoy it going over and seeing the different cultures and the different people and the fans are, are always really awesome and and respectful and really enjoy us coming over there. So it's always fun events and for me it's a good little warm up. You know, it's not the same as racing here, but you you kind of get uh, some testing and just that race race day kind of vibe, which I always enjoy doing. Yeah, our own our own uh, Justin Brayton has said numerous times, uh, both in private to us and and on the show, he loves racing year round. Uh, essentially, uh, aside from but the he hates outdoors. <laughs> aside from the motocross stuff, as far yeah. as Supercross goes, um, because he just feels that it keeps him that much sharper and that, and that much more into it. And maybe yeah. as Justin has progressed in age. Maybe that's what he, he has found that works for him. Yeah. Not not everybody's the same for sure. Um, but I I notice that when around here in Iowa we don't get a race year round, obviously, uh, yeah. or or ride, you know, motocross essentially year round. Um, we'll go ride, but it's just icy and slick and snowy. Yeah. But uh, anyway. I just want to say congratulations on this new venture. I really hope it works out for you. I know we've we're all pulling for you and Amen. and hoping things uh, turn around for you because I know you're you're not you, you didn't leave Yamaha where you wanted to be and and we're looking forward to seeing you back up on top of the box. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. And uh, yeah, like I said, I'm gonna do everything I can to to do that. I feel feel like I'm in a good good situation to things around us for sure coop send us some stickers will you yeah stickers stickers yeah, yeah stickers. decals patches patches butt patches butt patches yeah for sure we'll put them all over the walls here at the iheart studios i'm sure they'll be, be great. very happy with us 
<laughs> You've never seen walls more plain. Cooper, thank you so much for the time, brother. Yeah, thank you, guys. God Always bless pleasure. you. Best your family and everybody else, okay? Thank you, man. There we go. Cooper Webb to the showers. Kurt Nicole coming up. He's waiting in the wings. Nicole, really? Is it Nicole or Nicole? Nicole. Right? Nicole? I think so. All right. Uh, also, Danny Walker later on in this hour. Dave Anthony, Jeff May, and Chuck Axlin uh, do up in hour number two. More with Tony Wink, Roman Avila, PJ Duran. I'm Scott Casper on behalf of Eddie Kulikamp and the entire family here at Front Porch uh, Folks, Front Porch People, Front Porch Media. We're glad you're with us. It's Pit Pass. Stay tuned. This is Dan. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.